0: how do you have fun playing Yu-Gi-Oh? It's hard. As my video last week uh, showed, I was not having fun with Yu-Gi-Oh for a fair bit. I've started again. I've started again. But, you know, it's really hard sometimes. And so I decided to speak with my co-creator this week, Ghost Galaxy Cosplay, a fellow TikTok Yu-Gi-Oh sensation, I'd say, uh, who's just passed 100k followers. It's about what makes Yu-Gi-Oh fun for him, whether it be his fanfics or his live stream duels or just playing a little bit less competitive yugioh so yeah uh, have fun and good luck and good luck with the guessing game he'll be guessing uh, a nice t-set pass so see if you can guess what the cards are and put that in the comments below have a lovely week until then see ya a lot of people in the comments of our lives they go why aren't you just playing it in a cool? or they go why don't you just play it on Master Duel?" what is it that you enjoy about playing Yu-Gi-Oh? On camera, but not in, like, the same way as maybe, like, a farfa or an MBT. You're doing it a very different style of content. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, uh, the thing with uh, FAFA and MBT's uh, form of UVL is that they use Twitch and YouTube, and that is very... Crowded with Yu-Gi-Oh! content creators.
0: What do you mean? You're saying that there isn't like a 600-person uh, fight to get in the next MPT, MBT, 10-minute testing deck list or something? Like, yeah, everybody wants a bit of that clout. It's true. It's true. Yeah,
1: it like if we were to try and start like a full-on Yu-Gi-Oh! YouTube channel, uh, we would struggle a lot because there's already Team APS. There's Team Sam, there's Farfa, there's MBT, and they're
0: just the big ones. Like there's so many middle-sized Yu-Gi-Oh! YouTubers that we don't even know about. I- I'm I'm learning all the time about people of like 2k subs, 3k subs, 5k subs, 10k subs. Who've got amazing content. And they aren't getting watched because they're not in the big, big, big leagues. So, you know, forget even all the people with, you know, uh, 100 followers who are making good content and they're not even getting seen on YouTube. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, there's a lot, it's a lot more competitive. Plus, I think your particular flair goes well for TikTok. Having the disc, being willing to play maybe not the most meta optimized decks. It's a very different style of Yu Gi Oh! that we play in the actual card game as well, isn't it? It is, yeah. I um, I have been a very casual player. Uh, for you've won more locals than me, I feel like. Or you've topped more locals than me.
1: By sheer dumb luck.
0: Hey, it counts. We take those. We take those. Yeah.
1: Uh, but the thing with TikTok is you can just be you. There's no worry about, you know, some some person at locals being like, you're being overdramatic or something like that yeah like you can you can be the the dualist that you want to be on on TikTok because there's that freedom it's not it's not oversaturated with Farfa with MBT with Team Sam there's space for us to grow
0: and this isn't an insult to Farfa or MBT or Team Sam because we watch all of their content you know what I mean like it's just that there's a very different style (laughs) And it takes a bit of production. but The fun thing about TikTok, and recently, like, recent boom has seen so many people jumping in. Like, um, we've done it for, like, a year, but in the last, like, two or three months, a lot of new people have started, and some of them are really good, and some aren't quite as good as each other, but they're all having loads of fun, and that's what matters. Um, Indeed. Yeah, like, it's been a big boom. Um, And I think accessibility is a massive thing. Like, we didn't... You didn't need... um, an editing team, you didn't need a stream team, you didn't need to do the Twitch grind um for several months. Although you have done the Twitch grind a little bit, I've spotted you streaming away on MasterDoll here and there. Um, I haven't played MasterDoll in a long time. I've,
1: I've honestly fell out with
0: MasterDoll. I got a bit tired of it. I think if we were to host an event on MasterDoll with like a specific rule format and we had a couple of people we knew in it, it could be fun again. But like, raw MasterDoll ladder is just quite tedious.
1: Um, it is. And with Bastardol being digital, it's very hard to be enthusiastic about the cards that you're playing. Whereas when you actually have the physical, physical cards with you, it's like you've got these cards and you're going to play them. You're going you're gonna to summon something crazy. Like, you're going to fuse... I don't know, Elemental Hero Ocean with Elemental Hero Woodsman to summon Elemental Hero Terra Firma for the first bloody time.
0: A legendary planet card, Terra Firma. Straight from the GX manga. Exactly.
1: I think, yeah, you're it's right. In the form that we do it. it, gives you so much freedom. And I just I just love it.
0: Yeah, and for those who maybe you listen to the podcast and don't watch us, which I feel like is a very niche audience, but there must exist maybe one or two. Um... We duel every Friday. I You duel more than me. I, I tend to just duel on Mondays and Fridays, um, but you duel a lot, and it's a lot of fun. We get a lot of nice people. We've got a lot of nice people to duel with. We've got a lot of nice people in our chats that come on the regular, um, and it's just lovely to see the people. And I think it's getting people excited, and we've got so many... I don't know about you, but I've got so many messages from people being like... I've picked up Yu-Gi-Oh again for the first time in like five, ten years and I've just been watching you guys play and then they went and bought like the 25th anniversary collection or they went and bought themselves whatever starter deck and then they'll be like do I get the Trap Trick starter deck or do I get the Crystal Beast starter deck and like get whatever you want like but also, if you want to do well, uh, get the Crystal Beast Star deck, and then get the Krap- Trap Drift Star deck, and then you'll have all the staples you need, and then you can play anything you want. Um, yeah. It's true, but you've loved Yu-Gi-Oh for a very long time. Last time we spoke about how you kind of got into the game. I kind of wanted to talk about... So you, you, do, the, you do the performances. We do the dual performances on TikTok Live. Um, and obviously you're a cosplayer as well, but you do love You love to get your pen and paper out and you like to do a bit of a fan fiction as well. You've been delving into the GX. When you write, when you get into it, what is it that makes you want to write about it? Because obviously I love watching GX, but I've never wanted to like write myself into the story. What is it that inspired you to sort of jump in? Like I've never written a fan fiction before, so I know like, what do you feel when you do it? And do you have it sort of planned out in your head? Is this sort of to fix things that you felt weren't, clear in the show? Is it, like, fixing GX? Is it exploring GX in a new way? Like, I've read it. Your characters are very interesting. It's interesting that they interact with pre-existing characters like Zane and Atticus and Kaiba. What is it that inspires you to write?
1: Well, it's very on-the-fly thing. Yeah. Uh, there, there is no set plan.
0: No set plan. Uh, Are you saying that you don't have the ending laid out? Me and my friends will be devastated. We've been waiting for the big endgame reveal.
1: I, I do like the slice-of-life element that Yu-Gi-Oh! GX gives. Like, it's not all just dual, dual, dual action. There's some, oh, Jaden's stuck in detention. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's school life, which... I started watching GX, like, on a regular, uh, all throughout secondary school. Mm-hmm. And it just made me feel like Duel Academy was, like, so much better. Than I was actually in that school. Sucked. And if anyone from that school is watching...
0: They know. They know exactly how bad know. it is.
1: They know. I'm not gonna lie. Know what school it is,
0: but D- it sucked. I was gonna say... I, I almost felt the opposite. I loved the community of Duel Academy, but then I thought, as a kid, I probably wouldn't now, but I was like, God, if I had to do a lecture on trap cards, I probably wouldn't want to play Yu-Gi-Oh! anymore, you know what I mean? If I had to do homework about uh, counter traps every every week, like a 2,000-word essay, I might just give up on this game, you know, by the end of it. But I guess that's what makes me not a pro Duelist like Aster and Zane. Um but no, I agree. Like that slice of life is so what's so important about GX and I think GX is so special for that. And I I know some people who've started watching it recently and they don't love the slice of life. It's kind of a big part of it and it does fade away as the show gets more serious. Series 1 is I think series 1 gets the balance like really good. It's half silly and half serious. And then series 2, I think it's weird, because you'll get, like, a super silly episode, but then the last five minutes are, like, the darkest thing in the show, and then it goes back to being stupid again and i found the tone was a bit off in terms of the balance the stuff like if i tell you what happens in series two of gx is really cool but if you have to watch it you have to get through like the monkey episode and the episode where he's got amnesia and the episode where he can't see his cards and like they're cool on paper but you have to watch it for 20 minutes and it's like oh geez can you just get to the point You get back to Doll academy gen please god you're in a boat four episodes or whatever it was um yeah but then i think five uh, not five three went very dark And I think it was cool, but I did miss the slice of life fun of GX. I think... Yeah. Yeah. I I think the limitations... Jaden was a limitation on GX because if GX was was any other show, Jaden would start in red and then he would work really hard and then he'd graduate to yellow and then he'd work really hard and then he'd graduate to blue and you would have, like, an actual arc. You know what I mean? He would show that he's getting better because he would lose to Zayn draw to Zayn beat Zayn like the transition but because he just doesn't care it, find, you find, it is quite hard for them to think of what do we do in the dual Academy setting, I think, because Jaden doesn't actually care at all about getting to Obelisk Blue. And that's what they try to do with Cyrus, but it's almost like an afterthought with Cyrus because it's not during the plot that he levels up. It's always like, at the beginning of a series, Cyrus will go off and fight some random person in Obelisk Blue, and then he'll suddenly be a raw Yellow, and then he'll suddenly be an Obelisk Blue. It's not like... At the end of Series 1, Chancellor Shepherd goes, you know what, Cyrus? You did such a good job in the Shadow Rider arc. You are now a raw yellow. And everybody claps. And it's like the Hogwarts ceremony at the end of every film. No, because nobody cares about Cyrus. Because Cyrus doesn't get to do any plot. He doesn't get to help. And he, therefore, he doesn't graduate for that reason. Like it, uh, Until he, you know, starts doing stuff. But he doesn't really start doing anything until about Series 4, I don't think, when he gets the, um, the cyber dogs.
1: It's like if your dolls were in GX, they are such a good fusion deck.
0: Mm-hmm. They will, oh, I imagine. I would love just, uh, you know... We say all the time of, like, why don't they make new content for the old shows? I don't think... I'm not an idiot, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think tomorrow they'll say we're going to do a new series with Yugi. I think that's just too much. But a movie, I don't think would be too much to ask. Like, one off, like, an hour, whatever, an hour and a half. Yeah. They could do that with GX. They could do that with 5Ds. There's stuff to say, stuff to do. Um... Arc 5, I assume that you watched all of Arc 5, or most of it?
1: I've watched most of it, yeah.
0: How did you feel about the recurring characters as someone who's been a fan of all of the original Yu Gi Oh?
1: I, I definitely liked it. Uh, I definitely liked the returning characters. I think they could have done more. <laughs> uh, yeah, with the ones they had and with the ones that
0: they didn't have. You know what I mean? I yeah. think. Like
1: Asta, for example, could have be been fleshed out more.
0: Um yeah it's weird because he doesn't really work if you don't know who aster is already you know what i mean yeah like, if you didn't if it wasn't Aster, let's say he was just some faceless guy <laughs> he's just a guy who turns up he wins a duel then loses a duel and then he's a friend you know what i mean like yeah. but beca- he's, he's only interesting because he's aster and he is interesting because it's cool to see aster again we haven't seen him for ages but you have to i always think about that with the cameo characters like if this was just some random guy would it be still cool And I think with Jack, yes. I think Crow has a little bit. I think Kite, less so. He's just angry. Kite is weird because (laughs) Shay, uh, whatever he's called, Shun, Obsidian, the Raid Raptor guy. Yeah. He already basically was Kite it felt like he was like the kite for arc 5 and then you had Kite next to new Kite and it's sort of like you kind of both don't need to be here like which one of you we don't
1: need both of you guys so you're both basically the same guy yeah I also feel like um, the lack of the past protagonist personalities let's say really sucks yeah um, I like Yuto I like how edgy he is yeah and in- He's like dark and mysterious. Uh, I definitely like the fact that he isn't stupid like Yuma. No. <laughs> like, to be fair,
0: Yuma's not that stupid, but Yugo is. Yugo is for sure stupid. Stupid as anything. Yeah. Yugo is probably the closest we get to Jaden in the show. I have a T-set pass combination here. I will give you a hint. You will have three yes-no questions to narrow it down. These cards do not necessarily need to be related in any particular way, but they will fit the hint of the clue. You have two guesses on the monster and the card in the Spell Trap Zone. These two cards, in combination, form an unlimited power that was used to defeat two major boss monsters in the anime. These two original series cards, in combination, formed an unlimited combo that was used to defeat two significant anime character boss monsters.
1: Is it during the Seal of Orokaoko's
0: No, it's not during the Seal of Orokaoko's arc.
1: Okay. Uh, so that's season... Four and five, isn't it?
0: Series four and Four, I think. Yeah, it might bleed over to five a little bit, but that's mostly four. Yeah, but it's not series four. Okay. Um, these cards in combination. So I know I normally the normally the cards aren't related, but these cards must be used in combination with each other to do this particular play. Were
1: they used? during the final fight against Yami Bakura?
0: They were not used in the final fight against Yami Bakura. two questions gone. Mm. At least if you get one of them, you've probably got the other one.
1: It's one of the Dark Magician?
0: No, one is not. Uh, one is not Dark Magician and that's not one of your hints, that's one of your monster guesses. So you still have one more question and you know it is not Dark Magician. <laughs> You... you really had to be mean. I did have to be mean. Was it during Battle City? No. Not during the seal, not during Battle City, and not during the final arc. So you know it's either in the virtual world or in the Duelist Kingdom. Um that's all about that. Or like one of the dodgy, terrible filler arcs. And I'll give you this for free. It's not in one of the dodgy, terrible filler arcs. It's in a proper okay. series.
1: <laughs> okay, so it's got to be Duelist King. Okay. Because we, we, we've knocked out... We've knocked out... Uh, we've knocked out Virtual World. Mm-hmm. Um, We've knocked out the final fight against Yami Bukora,
0: and We've knocked out six And you've knocked out the Dark Magician. So you have two guesses left of the Spell Trap and one guess left of the monster. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and they must use in combination to defeat two significant boss monsters. So the play that was done multiple times, he did it more than once.
1: It's the face down magical hats.
0: Face down is not magical hats. You got one more guess on the monster and the spell. It's the monster the soldier. No, I'm afraid not, yes. One last guess. You know it's in Duelist Kingdom. It's a play that they made twice. Why am I thinking of
1: Yugi's fight against freaking strings? (laughs) Ha,
0: no. Well, that was the trick. I was going to try and trick you into thinking it was strings, but you've already ruled out Battle City. I always try and have one that already has uh, an obvious guess that isn't the correct answer. Come on, they're sitting right here. Just use your Millennium Eye to see through the cards and you will determine what they are. What is it? The monster is Karibo. And the spell is Multiply! When I use Multiply on Karibo, it forms an unlimited wall of Karibos that was used to defeat the Blue-Eyes Ultimate Dragon. And when I duelled Pegasus, I summon an unlimited summoning of Karibos to fill up all of the Thousand Eyes, Thousand Eyes. Two major boss monsters defeated by one little play. What advice would you give to a content creator who wants to just jump in? They want to be the new Ghost Galaxy cosplay. They want to hit that 100K. They want to be doing the dabs. They want to be hitting the cons. Don't try and be someone you're not. Be yourself. It's true, and the people will come. You've never tried to be anything for anybody else. You've just been yourself, your authentic self, and that's pretty damn cool. Thank you for your kind gifts. Louis, Sean, Ben, John, Zaid, Z, Corin, Eric, Wolfie, Joel, Cat, and Chaos big appreciation all around